A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out, so I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Dori Shafrir. And I am Kate Spencer. And we are not experts. We are just two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please do remember, we are not experts. We are just podcast hosts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor and or a mental health professional as needed. And if you want to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390, and our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. You know, I'm feeling a little COVID overwhelmed today, and I just wanted to throw that out there at the top mm-hmm. of the app. Are you feeling that? Like a little mm-hmm. bit? As I'm as I'm watching our country just kind... And, and again, I'm speaking about specifically the United States. Uh, I know we have international listeners all over the world, but like we're just flailing and reopening and... The numbers are ticking up and people don't want to wear masks. And it's just like, what? What is going on? I, I yeah. I, I, I'm just, I'm overwhelmed and I'm a little, 
I don't want to just dump this all into this episode, but I, I am having just like a, a little moment of panic about this today. Um, and I, look, I know that is normal and I know there's, there is lots of stuff to be panicked about. Um, but I don't know, just feeling it, feeling it today, Dory. Yeah, I'm totally feeling it. It just feels like no one is in charge. Nope. And no one really knows anything about like how long this is going to go on. And it's just, it's terrifying. It is. And I I had this like vision this morning when I woke up and we were, I knew we were recording today and I was like, I guess we just live. Uh, I mean this, I know this all sounds incredibly naive as it's coming out of my mouth, but I was like, Oh, I guess for the foreseeable future, like maybe the next year or two, at least like we are going to be making this podcast and this will be a part of our lives. Like this is now a thing we, I don't know. I sound so naive and I'm, that's not what I mean. It's just, you know, when you just kind of like, I got kind of like used to living in this like shelter at home and, and feeling like we've got it under control and we're going to, our family's going to do this and we're sheltering and we're isolated. And then I just kind of had this, like, like we've been at this now for three and a half months and I don't feel confident in like anything that is happening around us. I know. I think that's it. I I don't know. I'm sorry to, first of all, I'm sorry to apologize. And second, I don't (laughs) feel like I clearly know what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry to apologize is the most Kate thing you've ever said. I don't want to to be a person. I'm working on that. That's like an ongoing thing. I'm really trying hard not to do, but um I guess I'm just in a state of of overwhelm as I really kind of realized that like we are chugging along on a train and with no conductor and it's yes. really, really fucking scary. That's exactly it. And there's like passengers who are like, wait, um, <laughs> you shouldn't be, we shouldn't be going so fast. Yeah. And other people, and there's some like rogue engineer in the locomotive who's like faster. And then someone who like runs the train who's like, this isn't a train. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like someone who's just in complete denial about what's happening. Totally. Totally. So and I just want to get off at the next station. Like, let me off this fucking train. We all want most of us want to get off the train. (laughs) Most of us and most of us are like, you know, we have our train tickets. We packed a snack. We're being very sensible on the train. We are. I'm even in the quiet car. Oh, man, I miss a quiet car on Amtrak. I know. I know. Oh, you didn't watch The Good Place. There's a whole... No, I have watched some of The Good Place. Oh, you have? Well, there's yeah. the whole There's the whole thing with the train. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Anyway. That's what I'm picturing right now. Anyway. Any yes. way. Kate, you are not alone in feeling this way. I feel this way, too. I'm also... And I, I mentioned this briefly on another episode, but I'm also feeling... I don't know if overwhelmed is the word. Frustrated is not the word. I'm just feeling like (sighs) bummed about the fact that my husband and I aren't totally on the same page for good reasons. Um, like he has some, he, he's basically more at risk than I am Mm. for coronavirus. And so he is understandably very nervous about contracting it and has been very wary about, you know, leaving the house, essentially. Um, 
which I understand. On the other hand, I am like kind of craving more social interaction at this point. And so trying to figure out like what is a way I can do that safely that won't stress him out too much. And I don't know. And then also like he's going back to work in six weeks, which is like a whole other online. No, like they're starting production. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's going to be that's that's going to be more unsafe than anything I've done, you know? So, I don't know. I'm just like thinking about all this stuff and there's just no great there's no great answer. And my dad has really like every time we talk, he makes a comment about how he wants to come to LA. Now, my dad is 75. Yeah. So it's not like he's no risk. <laughs> like at yeah, all. Yeah, he can't he can't do it. And my mom is against it. My mom does not want to go. But my dad keeps talking about it. And I finally said to Matt, like, do you think there's any way my dad could come? And he Matt was basically like, no. Like he was like, maybe if he drove, he's like, I don't feel comfortable with him getting on a plane. And even if, like, he didn't get it on the plane, what, like, what if he contracted it here and then he brought it back? And yeah, we have the same, if, yeah, same what conversations. If he, what if he did contract it on the plane and then he gave it to us? And, you know, just like, he was basically like, I just don't see it being yeah. able to happen. And that's just like a bummer. I mean, yeah. it is what it is, you know, like we are healthy. We have a home. We're fine, but it's it's a bummer. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this on when we were recording here for you podcast every day. Like we all we are all allowed to grieve the things we are grieving. Everyone's experiences are different through this, obviously. Um, but I think there is there are deep elements of grief for every human. And I guess we just have to let ourselves sit in it. Yeah. But I don't like it. I want to get up. I want to sit in this. I know. I'm tired of sitting in this. <sighs> well, I can tell you, Dory, one thing I have been doing during this is running. Uh-huh. Go not, on. Not far. Um, but I did I did just want to secretly or or share a secret bucket list goal of mine that I feel like I need to put out into the world to really try to commit to it. Mm-hmm. And that is that is that I want to run a marathon in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. And I want it to be the Boston Marathon because um as you know, I am from Boston and the marathon mm-hmm. goes through my town and in Massachusetts we all have the it's a it's a state holiday and we all watch the marathon and it's very emotional and I cry every year. And so it just has a lot of meaning for me. And I, I kind of have always been like, I can't do a marathon. Like, that's too much. It's crazy. It's too hard. It's this and that. And instead, I've recently been like, you know what? That is something I really want to do. I want to run the Boston Marathon, which look, you have to qualify. I'll probably have to run it for, I'd have to run it for charity because I'm not a fast runner. I'm not going to make a qualify. It's a whole thing. But anyway, I, I, I just wanted to put that into the world that, that is a goal, a lifelong goal of mine, and I'm going to set out to accomplish it. I am here for this. And if I do it, will you, co- and the world is safe, because again, 
due to coronavirus, the marathon might not be happening for years. But if I do it, I invite you to come watch me. Oh, of course I will come watch you. In fact, I will watch you from the place where we used to watch the marathon when I was growing up, which is in front of the Star Market on Beacon Street. Oh, I know where you're talking about. <laughs> we used to hand out water and oranges to all the Thank runners. Thank you. I will, be, I will be huffing by you. I look forward to this. I'm excited. So I'm I have, also, oh, yes. I'm like, I'm excited. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say I have, I... I realized like when I, this became kind of an intention of mine in the winter, I was like, I need to do this really safely and not injure myself. So I'm, I'm like doing a lot of like learning weight training and doing it really slowly and safely and, and doing a lot of modifications. And I can run, I run like a mile a day right now. And that is like, look, I know this is a, this is going to take a lot of work to get to where I want to be, but um, it has been nice to see like, just like when I started were like exercising a little bit more intensely in January. I couldn't run a mile without stopping a few times. And now I can do it in under 11 minutes, which feels really good. And I'm really That's proud of amazing. myself. And I'm just like, I'm here to have a slow journey. I'm here for your slow journey. Well, thank you. Come along. I, I mean, I would love to. I, as I've said, like I've, t- I've told this story a thousand times. So I'm not going to tell the whole story again, but um, I'm, I also had the, bucket list goal of running a marathon the new york city marathon and trained for it and didn't run it because of hurricane sandy and then kind of lost the i i feel like i there was like a window yeah <laughs> and, no yeah and i lost the window and i've run a ton of half marathons but i never ran a full marathon and now i haven't run in years and i just feel like I kind of feel like my moment has passed. I know that's not true. I know I could get back into it, but like after IVF and pregnancy and having a baby and like now possibly doing IVF again, like it just Mm. feels like now is not the time. So maybe I will be one of those like 60 year old marathon runners. Yes. Well, that's 60 year old first time marathon runners. I think that's, that's what I, I kind of think is, I mean, the term bucket list is so dorky, but like, I do think as we kind of dig deep into middle age here, like it, we can set goals for when we are, we can, when we're 60, you know, when you're 20, 60 seems so old, but now I'm like, Ooh, 60. That's young. I know. <laughs> totally. Can't, can't wait. Are you doing a program? No, I'm not even like, no, I just in I I exercise at a um online right now through my gym that's located here in Los Angeles and part of my like part of the program is like uh, you run a mile this day and then you know you lift and you do different like hit exercises. So I've just been building up my strength and running a mile. But I can see the improvement and that feels really good. And I also know like I need to get strong in other parts of my body because I tend I'm very tall. And like if I don't have any core strength, my back really hurts when I run. Like I'm just trying to trying to be really thoughtful about body movement and my physical like and strengthening and and how I want to treat my body through this process. And maybe I'll never get there, but I want to try. Um. Have you, when you get to the point of like actually training for it, I used Hal Higdon when Mm -hmm. I trained for my marathon and his, I think his programs are amazing. You know, 
Okay, how you did that for your marathon training? Yeah, for my marathon training. And it's an app. And it's a whole he gives you like a whole schedule with workouts. And then when you're on your runs, he like guides you through the runs. It's it's really, really great program. And he has it for different levels. So you can do like novice one. And it's like very gradual and wonderful. You know, I used a book for I, I've done a few half marathons and I've there's a book I used. I cannot rep for the life of me remember the name. And I really liked it. Um, but I Hal Higdon's kind of like an icon in the world of running. Yeah. Also, he's 90 years old. No, excuse me, 89. He will be oh no, he will wow. be 90 as of this recording. Oh my gosh. His birthday is is uh today. <laughs> birthday is today that oh my we gosh, happy birthday hal higdon who knew that is what wikipedia is telling me he was born in 1931 so that does mean that he is 89 right i can't yeah. do math off the top of my head anyway uh yeah okay i will look into hal higdon i know the name i've always wanted to try his program so when i get yeah, there in a couple years yeah, i will yeah. i will do it dory Great. i think i did jeff galloway's Book. Oh sure, uh huh. Is he the run walk guy? Yes, and I have. Mm-hmm. To, I did the last half marathon I did, which was about five years ago. I did run walk mm-hmm, mm-hmm, in San Francisco. Anyway, well, we've really got we've really gone all over the place today. We have. Is there really anything else have. you want to share before we we take a break? Um, no, but sort of like coronavirus related. I feel like in the beginning of coronavirus, everyone was like talking about all the Zooms they were doing. And now there's been like Zoom fatigue and no one's no one's like really Zooming anymore, or at least we're not talking about it. And also, I feel like in half the country, people are just meeting IRL. Uh But since I am not and most of the people I know aren't really either, um, I did a Zoom last night with some of my friends who I hadn't zoomed with through all of coronavirus and it was really nice it was like really nice to see their faces and we got to catch up and i was like oh i I remember you zoom maybe zoom isn't so bad after all yeah yeah (laughs) is zoom already having like a a revival like a renaissance (laughs) do you know what i mean like zoom came it went and now it's back and now it's back um maybe i mean it is in my house (laughs) Well, good. We zoomed yesterday, and I I really enjoyed it. Actually, we did. I, yeah, we did some Zoom yeah, meetings. We did have some Zoom meetings. Um, do we also want to acknowledge that today is Juneteenth? Yeah, the day that this episode airs is June nineteenth, which is Juneteenth, which is the holiday that commemorates the official end of slavery. And Dory, as I was telling you, um, like. I'm not proud to reveal this, but I did not know what Juneteenth was until like maybe three years ago. No idea. And as I said, like that is not for you to be ashamed of. That is for our American education system to be ashamed of. Well, it's possibly a little bit of both because I certainly was never taught about it in any academic institution, not part of my U S history. It was never, it was never, at all I, I don't think it was ever really mentioned but also like once i'm done with school i do feel like it is on me to educate myself and so i'm not proud of the fact that I've, i just recently learned about it but i am now like i'm fully here for acknowledging it and working with people who are working to make it a, a national holiday yeah 
I think it's I think it's really great that it's now becoming a movement to be a national holiday. Yeah, and we'll link to um, a New York a great New York Times piece that came out this week um, about it's by Brianna Holt and it's about um, her experience as a person growing up in Texas celebrating Juneteenth. You know, Kate, before we take a break, uh, let's address something that a few listeners have written to us about, which is about Jen Gotch, the founder of Bando, who we had on our show in April, who recently stepped down from her position as chief creative officer at Bando because she was called out by some current and former employees for racist statements she had made and for kind of creating a racist atmosphere at Bando. Um, And I guess, you know, listeners were just kind of wondering like whether we were going to address it. Um, And, you know, I think what she did was horrible. Um, We took down the links to her book in our uh, blog post about her in our show notes we're leaving the post up for transparency. We have added a note to the post. Um, yeah. I mean, we we really hope that she is sincere in her kind of stated desire to do better. Yeah. And I think we also stand with the employees who took the incredibly courageous step of calling her out yeah. on social media. Um. And, you know, we appreciate people checking us on this because honestly, like we are navigating this ourselves. We are not sure exactly what the appropriate steps are when at a later date we find out that a guest on our show has done something harmful and racist Um, or, you know, that, that could extend to other things. So. We're figuring out how to handle it as well. And yeah. I'm not saying that as a co- as a cop out, but I'm just kind of letting or we're letting you know kind of how we're f- figuring this stuff out and how we're trying to handle it in a way that also doesn't I don't want it to look like the reason we have left the post an episode up is because for transparency. Like I don't also feel comfortable. And I don't think you do either, Dory, just deleting it and pretending like she was never on the show. Totally. Um, so that is kind of where we're at now. Um, but we, you know, like we appreciate your thoughts on this as we move forward. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a short break. Okay. We'll be right okay. back. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. 
It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get or, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, 
Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. All right, Dory, we are B. And I do want to just read a text message from a listener who says, Hi, girls. I just need you to know I think about we are B more than anyone should. I say it to my dog every morning when we get home from our walk, and it makes me giggle every time. Thanks for bringing moments of joy in these tough times. Yep. On an episode previously, Dory said, We are B instead of we are back. Well, because we I had said, said BRB. BRB. <laughs> It makes sense. It does. And I think about it all the time and laugh. So I'm glad I'm not the only one. Um, We are big. Thank you. I I feel seen by you, by our listeners. By your listener's dog. Your listener's dog. (laughs) (sighs) All All right. right. Should we play a voicemail? Yeah. We've got a, a, a cool candle company recommendation coming up. Okay. Here we go. Hi, Kat and Dor. This is Lauren calling from San Francisco, California. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I am calling with a product suggestion that is um, something I recently purchased and have been giving to friends and neighbors. And it's just a really great way, I think, to support a Black-owned business, um, a local business if you're in California, 
and also um, indulge in a little self-care at home in a way that is unique to um, this sort of pandemic experience. Um, it's a company called Scent and Fire Candle Company. Um, the founder, Monisha Edwards, um, kind of founded this business based on what I've read to kind of help alleviate her sort of mental health struggles. Um, so the candles, they smell amazing. They're all queen soy candles. Um, they each come with a little um, QR code for a playlist that goes with that scent. And the branding is incredible. Um, she's got some quarantine 2020 scents. Um, like there's one called Socially Distant. There's one called Shelter and Chill. There's one called Therapy in Place. Um, I personally have purchased three different scents to share with friends and neighbors. Um, and they've all smelled amazing, and I'll probably buy more. Anyway, seemed like something that kind of brought together a lot of different interests um, that you guys have been talking about and that I think a lot of the listeners have and think maybe other people would love these as well. Okay, happy shopping. Bye-bye. Great suggestion. Mm-hmm. I've already purchased one of their candles. Which one did you buy? Well, a lot of them are sold out. I love the quarantine specific candle names they're really great living room flex shelter and chill therapy in place but they're most of them are sold out there's one called cashmere sweater which i was very interested in as well so i'm Mm. keeping an eye on this but i got california chill which you know it's where we live and i love anything that smells like california so i feel like (gasps) this was a good choice for me so i will report back i'm excited scentandfire.com um, I also like that on all of their candles, they have an accompanying playlist. Yeah, that's really cool. I've never, I've never heard of that before with any sort of product. Have you? No. I love that cool. idea. I will let you know what's on the California Chill playlist. I can't wait. Oh, please do. All right, we've got a an email here. We do. Listener writes. Dear Kat and Dorf, long-time listener, first-time emailer. I am 24 and have a 21-year-old sister who seems to want nothing to do with me. We started drifting apart when I was 17 and started dating my boyfriend, now husband. She has never liked him and has told me so. He has tried many times to reach out to her and has been met with one-word answers and no reciprocated effort, so he has stopped trying. I know that they may never get along and that I can pursue individual positive relationships with both of them, and I am coming to terms with that. However, whenever I try to strengthen my bond with my sister, she does not reciprocate. I have talked to her about wanting a better relationship, and she thinks we are fine as is. Do I keep trying even though I am getting no effort in return? Do I let us drift further apart for a while to give her space? I am afraid that other life changes beyond my marriage, kids, grad school, living in different cities, etc., will only push us further apart as we age. I am sad about either scenario. Any tips for navigating and strengthening adult sibling relationships when your sibling wants nothing to do with you you know it's interesting my relationship with my brother i feel like went in the other direction where we got a lot closer certainly after we went through like losing our mom together when we were in our 20s and then just we've just grown closer as we've matured as humans um Mm -hmm. and so I don't have personal experience here, but I, I, 
my thought for this listener is to, as hard as it might feel, to just to let it go right mm. now. Because you are, you are, it's not being reciprocated. And I, I, I think it's a lot, you're going to expend a lot of energy at right now that is not going to be um, received, you know? Would you, would you send the sister an email or a text just saying like something to the effect of like, I want to respect your boundaries. I'm not going to reach out to you again until you like, and I, and you know, but I will be here for you whenever you're ready to talk to me again or something like that. Yeah, I think you could just you could definitely say like, "Hey, I would love to you know, strengthen our bond and do more stuff together or com- communicate more." Um, but I'm happy I, it seems like you'd like space or you've asked for space or whatever, so I'm happy to give that to you and when you're ready to, yeah, like you said, when you're if you're interested in pursuing a closer relationship, I would love that more than anything. I'm also I'm I'm wondering and I and there's probably no way to know this but I'm wondering what the root of this animosity towards the husband is. Yeah. Like that might be something to dig into, right? Is she is she just jealous or was there some did something happen that this person might not know about? I know. I don't know. You know? I know all we can do is speculate in this situation. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think what she said here is that, you know, I can pursue individual positive relationships with both of them. And yeah, I think that's, unfortunately, I think that's all you can do. You certainly cannot force your sister to be friends with your husband. I mean, you can't nope. force your sister to be friends with anyone, but I think trying to have them have a relationship, you know, it's now been seven years and it hasn't happened. So I think you have to let that go. Yeah, as hard as that must be. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hmm. That's tough. It is tough. Maybe someone, maybe a listener has been through this and has advice to share. Yeah, or is on, maybe a listener was the sister. Yeah, and is on the other side of things. Yeah, I'd love to hear from both, from both perspectives. Should you want to read this next email, Dory? Oh, I would love to. Get in there. Hi, Kat and Dor. Loved the conversation about the benefits of gossip on Monday's episode and 100% agree with Dory's distinction between gossip and shit talking. Since the consensus seems to be that the listener doesn't enjoy the malicious kind of gossip her friend participates in, I thought I'd share a recent experience of my own. I'm part of a group chat with old high school friends, and one member in particular often engages in exactly the kind of mean-spirited, unconstructive shit-talking that you described. I know that myself and another friend don't like it, and I've always suspected at least one other member of the group doesn't as well. There are some highly personal reasons I've never directly called her out on this behavior, but I've also had enough. Lately, both I and two others have taken to completely shifting the conversation's vibe in diplomatic ways, and it seems like she might be taking the hint. As one recent example, she shared a photo from a former classmate's recent wedding with sarcastic comment, looks like there's truly someone for everyone, and making digs at both people's physical appearances. The rest of us responded by remarking, 
oh, he was always such a truly nice guy. Good for him. How nice they could still have a small wedding in these Corona times, etc. None of us continued the conversation she was trying to start, but I think we sent a clear message that this is the kind of gossip none of us are interested in and have no interest in being mean. That sounds like a good plan. Yeah. You shut it down. Yeah. The gentle shutdown. A gentle, a gentle shutdown. Um, I saw, I saw someone tweet um, something about how like reporting is just like advanced level gossip. <laughs> oh, or something to that effect. And um, I was like, yes, essentially. Like you're trying to find, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you're trying to yeah. get people to tell you stuff and um oh yeah, this is what this is what I found the tweet. It's insane that people are precious and gatekeeper gatekeepy about this profession that is literally AP gossip. <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> it's very true. And you know, Dory I, I felt seen. <laughs> good. I actually think we've got a lot of feedback that really kind of aligned with what you had said. And also listeners reminded us that we had Elaine Louie and Duana Taha on our show from Laney Gossip. Yes. Like yes, we, we, we did. Like had the gossip experts on and we and we discussed gossip as self-care and we and, did. And so <laughs> our brains aren't always operating no. um, at the level, apparently. But yes. Yeah, so thank you listeners who were there to check us on past guests. But yeah, they were on our show this year. And I feel like Laney is number like laney gossip is i just think the best site for analysis of celebrity and entertainment culture and her ted talk is brilliant so yeah we'll we'll link we shall link all right all right should we take another short break yeah we'll be we'll be rb okay you know we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it, and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, Okay. Which is visible on my (sighs) neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed, They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient 
to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Okay, so Dory, just a quick Another text message from uh, a listener. They write, Hi, Kat and Dor. Kat, no, wait, they said Kate. Uh, Kate, for your ant problem, I highly recommend Tarot Liquid Ant Bait. I am getting a lot of text messages about my ant problem, FYI. It's totally disgusting to see all the ants march to it, but it works. On a totally separate note, I wanted to report that I had a nasal swab COVID test this weekend, and it wasn't bad at all. The swab wasn't any longer than a regular Q-tip and only swabbed my nostrils. The kind woman who did the test told me the scary-looking long swabs are the, quote, old test, and the message never got out that the test has improved. One to share because I heard the hesitation over the nasal swab test when you shared your story. I was scared too, but it was no big deal. Great. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Uh, both both things she talks about, news you can use. <laughs> news you can use. That's the point <laughs> of this episode. All <laughs> right. And we're going to end this episode with a really great uh, and new tip from a listener that I really like. It's a voicemail. Hey, Kat and Dor. Um, I was just calling because it's been on my mind when you've been talking about journaling from a few episodes ago. Um, and I was like so sad that I wasn't keeping a journal because I love the idea of it being something that like your kids could read and you could be remembered by. But then I remembered something that I have been doing since my husband and I um, were married 12 years ago. I keep what I call a date journal. And every month close to, um, our anniversary like date, which is the fifth, um, we go out on a date or now in quarantine, we kind of have a home date and um, I write about it. I write about what we did and where we went, what we ate, and I've been keeping track of it for almost um, 12 years now. So that's my little way of journaling and hopefully it'll be something that our daughter will look back on and, and read and see all the things that we did um, over the years. Anyways, just a thought I've been having. Thanks so much for the pod. Love it so much. Brings real joy to my day. And um, hope you guys are doing well. This is from um, Kelsey in Idaho. Thanks. Bye. Aw, what a cute idea. What a cute idea. A date journal. A date journal. Yeah, very sweet. That is really sweet. I love it. I wish I could read your date journal, but, you know, save it for your family. <laughs> uh, all right, Dory. Well, Kate, 
we're out. We are. We are out. It's been great talking to you. Yeah. And we will be back uh, here in your podcast space on Monday. We will. Bye. Bye.